the creative minds behind Waffles Maple Syrup, Dungeons and Pop, Party of One Podcast, Ballad of the Seven Dice, and Are We Dead Yet? proudly present part two of their tabletop role-playing game actual play podcast holiday special. Sit back, grab a glass of eggnog, and enjoy the show. Happy Holidays. So Chase, with that one study check that you failed, you do not notice the three Nutcracker statues that have kind of slowly creeped towards the rest of your friends. Um, We'll say that for distance purposes, they are considered near. And let's start some combat. So combat... You basically roll your speed uh, dice, and that'll determine turn order. So I have an, uh, an ability. You and your allies roll their speed with advantage. Well, thank you. Hey. Way too good. Heck yeah. Yeah, a four and a three. <laughs> yeah, that's a four for me as well. With advantage? I yeah. Eight. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> I got a seven. I rolled a three and an eight, so I mean. <laughs> James was just overwrought with the sword damage. Uh, he was very distracted. Sammy. Oh, I got a, f- a three. Sorry. I forgot my name was Sammy for a minute. That's on me. That's my bad. I was like, I was like, I'm Jeff. That's happened a bit for me. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly was struggling to remember. I'm like, what's my name? Oh, right. <laughs> And the Nutcrackers all have a speed of two, so they're going to go dead last. That's if they get a turn. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the two that tied, James and Chase, uh, you guys just determine which turn order you, you want. When is... You go. You sure? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a shooter. I'm, uh, I'm good. Okay. I don't know how much this sword damage does, but it probably does a lot. Ah, uh, that would be a 1d6 weapon dice. Oh, no. Is it? Nice. There's weapon dice and there's damage. Maybe oh, damage. Because no. your weapon dice would be rolling to, like, hit, right? Four and up hit. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. That makes sense. No, it's all good. Okay, so first in the order is Bertram. Uh, so I rolled my pool. Do you want to know... Uh, what that is? Like what I got, or are you all good? Uh, no, so um, just to clarify for our listeners, uh, oh, right, yeah. Bertram is a tactician, so he gets a pool of tactics dice that he can use to replace either good rolls by the enemies. Um, he can replace those good rolls with bad rolls, or he can replace his allies' bad rolls with good rolls. Um, so, yeah. Uh, other than that, um, uh, I, I don't. I don't need to know your your dice. We'll uh, we'll let okay. it be a surprise. So uh, Bertram is going to look over at. We'll go with first on the list. Jackson, 
Jackson, get ready. And that will be using uh, issue orders, so Jackson can immediately either move or make a quick action for free. Uh, all right. Uh, and Jackson, being told to get ready, realizes that they are being encroached on by the Nutcrackers and will immediately bring his shield up, so he will uh, quick action into parry stance. And uh, I'm going to use one of my skills. Um, so I have that, that thing of oil with us. Um, could I try throwing that where I think one of these... Because these stone statues, are they moving... Like, are they very agile, or are they kind of clanky? Sorry, they are not stone. They are wood. Oh, wood. Yeah. And they are, um, yeah, they're not very fast at all. They're very uh, robotic in movement. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try to throw this oil so where I think it's about to step, just so that it, it maybe slips on the ground and falls <laughs> over. Uh, I am not a fighter. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, hmm. I was thinking maybe tactics or uh, yeah, agile, one of the two. Yeah, I'd say re that's reacting to a battle. So I'd say, yeah, tactics is fine. Come on. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. You, you throw that you throw that oil down uh, perfectly, uh, perfectly in its path. And um, it's not going to be able to get around it. It's only going to be able to go through. So. All right. That's that's my go. Cool. Cool. Uh, next up right. is Jackson. Jackson will, being already in parent parry stance, which uh, allows, mo or makes monsters need a five plus to hit him. Uh, he is going to move up. Uh, can he get within engaged range of one of the Nutcrackers? Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, my apologies. So when you're moving, um, you basically move one distance. So in Slayers, there's far near and engaged so you can move near to engaged engaged to near or near to far and far to near so yeah you can easily get to engage okay. status Jackson's gonna move up into engage status and then purposely leaving a space for James to come up and then he is going to swing his sheet metal as basically a blade uh, he has shrewd which lets his first roll as an attack always be at advantage so his first roll is a six as he slashes like across one of the nutcrackers and hits go for it uh being a blade he also has combo so every time he hits he gets to continue rolling okay second roll it second rolls a three though so he misses that Ooh. heck yeah yeah so with that he hits once for two damage two damage Ooh. dang Strong lad. Okay. Nutcracker doesn't like that. Strong sheet metal. Uh, James, you are up next. Uh, well, not one to be far behind his brother. Um, quick action shift into slay stance. <laughs> and then uh, also he's going to close the distance on the same one. Um that Jackson is attacking. Very nice. And is Jackson still yes. in parry mode? Okay. Um, yeah, so I slide right up next to him. I give him a grin and I'm going to attack. Unless you have an ab 
ability that lets you use a quick action for free. Um, those are your two actions for the turn. The move and the- Movement is considered an action? Yeah. Gotcha. Sorry. Then, no, no, that's okay. Then I'll just not go into my slay states. Um, I will- Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll just run up and attack. Okay. Uh, womp. That was a two. <laughs> Can I use my, uh, my tactics pool? Oh, actually. To replace that? Yes. Well, hold on. I forgot. I roll also my first attack with advantage. So let me just try that again real quick. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That's a six. Yes. Good thing to remember. Okay. All right. And so that's two damage. Um, but I also trying to see. You have the combo, so you keep the you you can keep it going with another hit. I keep it going. All right, let's try it again. Oh, another six. I like this dice. Uh, yeah, I mean this thing's gonna fall apart. Um, how does how does James do this thing? Uh, well, honestly, it's almost like they're working in tandem as they are want to do as identical twins. Uh, but. Literally, Jackson, as he slides up to this thing and attacks, James is right by his side, and he's sort of like anywhere that Jackson isn't, James is, and almost together they hack it down. Nice. Yeah. It's just a pile of sticks at this point. Firewood. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Chase, you are... Um, still kind of near the garden, so I would say you are considered far. I think Chase, realizing he missed, missed these creatures, panics and you see he raises his gun and slaps the barrel setting it spinning, and I'm gonna spray some lead. Heck yeah! That's a five, a four, a one, and a one. Yes. And the... So that's one damage, and one damage, and then the other one has the, uh, I have a bitty wound for it, so no damage now, but one damage each turn until dead. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how a wooden statue bleeds, but we'll make it work. It's magic. Well, well I, I, I probably, I probably, like, um, if it's mechanic, if it's mechanical, but we're not, like, like, futuristic, it's probably steampunk, so maybe I punctured a ink. Yeah. Or something. We'll go with that. Yeah, that works. Yeah, sure. It's uh, it's spewing some steam here, so cool. Uh, you still have one more action. If there's anything else you want to do? Okay, and then I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, use my click action and reload and add two bolts. Perfect. Um, Sammy, the magical snow spirit. Yes, indeed. I am going to, I'm gonna cast a spell. Uh, I'm gonna cast a spell. I'm going to cast. I'm gonna cast temporal shift. Let me see. Let me decide if that's the spell that I want to cast. Um, let's look at my spell options. Uh, yeah, I think that's the one that I'm gonna cast. I'm gonna cast that on. Uh, I'm gonna cast that on James. So what that's gonna be is I'm gonna roll my d6. If I get a four, if this is a success, uh, James, you're going to take one more action next turn. So you can take three actions. Uh, that is a one. So that is not a success. Can I swap that out for a six? Yes, you, you can. sure can. Then that's what I'm doing. All right. So I take one corruption, but 
My other action, I'm going to try to purge my corruption, which is my quick action. So I'm going to roll a d8. And that is a four. So I'm going to remove that corruption. So, uh, James, on your next turn, you're going to take one extra action. Huzzah. Awesome. Huzzah. Huzzah. I think what happens is I just start, I, I just start, you know, whisper. I start whispering and the world around you starts to slow down a little bit and you just you know, everything kind of, for lack of a better way to put it, freezes, right? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm telling this, I'm telling this story of all the amazing things that you can do. And you just kind of hear being whispered in your ear of all the wonderful and powerful things that you're capable of. And the world around you is just, it's, it's molasses, it's molasses, right? Like it's, it's, Everything has this kind of crystal that sort of spark that sort of sparkle of like the first snow of the season. Everything is just sort of sparkling and, and slowing down around you. <laughs> I rub my eyes and to myself wonder what Chase put in that last drink. <laughs> nice. Um, these nutcrackers are going to go next. Uh, one of them is going to move past that oil. Um, and I'm going to say it has to make an agile roll to avoid slipping. And it rolled a two. So uh, these little stubby wooden legs of it uh, slip on the oil and it falls down on its back. And it's looking kind of pathetic. <laughs> the third one that's still standing is going to move in uh, towards uh, you, um, Bertram. Oh. Since you're kind of still near the body. And it is going to hit you with its attack called Pum 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 Pum. <laughs> it's basically going to take these two big mallets that it would use to like strike a like a xylophone <laughs> or something, and it's going to just bring them down on your head. And it rolled a one and an eight. Uh, I'll replace that eight with a two by going pocket glitter. And I throw some glitter up at it. Ooh. For some reason, <laughs> it affects the machine. Because <laughs> it's Christmas. Because it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, glitter gets everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It gets into the joints. You know, it got like in the way of the swing. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it comes down and this glitter gets into like its joints. And it kind of just stops halfway down. And it, you can kind of hear it like kind of grinding inside like trying to like come down on you oh that that sound is too real yeah so it doesn't get any purchase so you are up next Bertram alrighty let's see uh, I'll look to our our last slayer our blade I look over to James and say James get ready uh, which will give James a, a quick action <laughs> and then I am going to, let's see, how many do we have left? We have two right now, right? One on the ground and one about to hit me. Precisely. Oh, boy. I'm going to use Agile, which you think this wouldn't be something an old man would do, but uh, <laughs> I'm just going to go, well, this- A spry old man. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> he tries to keep in shape. While this thing is uh, coming down with, with another hit of that mallet, I want to just kind of roll to the side and try to, like, kick the side of its knee just to throw it off balance. Sure. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and roll agile. My worst it is a five. Nice. Hey. 
yeah. Um, you kind of uh, you knock its knee um, a little bit. It's it, it doesn't give much as you kind of kick into it. You know, it almost it almost kind of jars you a little bit with the impact. Oh. Uh, but you see it, you see it kind of buckle a little bit. I and we'll like, say that it. But I was gonna say uh, we'll say that it gets one less action next turn. I feel like that hurt me more than it hurt it. And uh, that's my go. Cool, Jackson. Uh, you are up next. You got a pile full of wood in front of you, and you got two other nutcrackers that are within near range to you. All right, Jackson wants to grab one of the pieces of wood and use one of his actions to throw it as hard as he can at the knee of the one that is at uh, up against Bertram. Uh, sure. Hmm. Get it. Yeah, we'll say... Um, Wedge it in we'll there. We'll say it's an attack, so go ahead and roll your attack uh, dice, whatever value that is. For- okay. Uh, if it's an attack, first roll's an advantage. So I got a five on that one. Yeah. Yeah, um, you hit this thing, you deal some damage to it, and it falls down onto its wooden knees. All right. KO'd or? Uh, no, it's just, it's down. So it's not, it, it's only action next turn is going to be able to be getting up at this point. Uh, with that, Jackson thinks he has protected Bertram and he is going to move over to the one that has slipped in the oil and he wants to use brawn to try to kind of pin it down and help James have an easier time if that's possible. So your movement would be your second action. So the one in the oil is not also engaged with me? No. No, they're, sorry. Yeah, those were both near to you, but... that Nope, that's perfectly fine. He's going to move up and pr- kind of put himself in between them to protect Bertram and uh, James, if possible, and just stand in parry stance. Sure. Yeah, that'll work. Perfect. That's it for him. Uh, James, you're up. You have, I think, three actions you can do. I have an extra action and a quick action. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. <laughs> so, Jackson, where exactly are you situated? Are you by the uh, one in the oil, or are you by Bertram at this point? I'm kind of by both of them. Uh, how I pictured it, they were both near, so I'm standing like in between both of the nutcrackers in an ability to attempt to protect both of you. Yeah, so so um, so we'll say that uh, basically Bertram's kind of like in the center next to the dead body, Um the nutcracker on its knees is kind of right in front of it, or right in front of Bertram, and then like at like a forty-five degree angle is is Jackson standing in between the one on its knees and the one that slipped in the oil. So, kind of just diagonally off. Do I have a way to be engaged with the one attacking Bertram easily, and be uh, like right up with Jackson as well, or not really? For the sake of this, I think, yeah, you could you could get there easily. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to, one action, just, like, hop over, uh, quite energetic, and in his groove, and he's going to run over, and uh, so it's, take it easy, Bertram, but let me help. And, I, and I'm going to just go ahead um, first, slip in as a quick action into let's go with slay mm-hmm. stance 
And then we're going to attack. And I have an another action after this, right? Yes. Okay, so I'll use the other action before my attack. And what I'd like to do is roll Agile to sort of slide in almost under or like on an awkward uh, angle for the Nutcracker and get like under his arm or into like some sort of soft spot to give me um, some bonus here. I already have advantage on my first roll, but maybe it could help if I hit. Yeah, um, we'll say... Yeah, you know how there's like on a on a on a regular nutcracker, there's like a little lever that kind of pulls its its jaw open and closed. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll say that there's like a little lever on the back that you can see, and it it just looks particularly weak and unstable. So we'll say uh, we'll say yeah, you can you'll if you hit that spot, you can deal one extra damage. Ooh, beautiful! I shall use my third action to attack. Go for it, yeah. Or do you need me to roll Agile first, actually? Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Roll your Agile first, yeah. Seven. Perfect. Yeah, so you'll get that extra bonus. Uh, First attack is a six. Okay, that hits. I'm going to keep my combo going. Yeah, so you have Slay, so that's an extra damage. And I gave you that extra bonus damage, so that's three, right? Uh, well, my damage is two, so... It's plus one, plus one, so it's four. Okay, uh, yeah, so you get your blade kind of uh, in this soft spot, and it shatters the wood, and you see its jaw in the front just fall down um, in, in, front of, uh, in front of Bertram, and it's, uh, it's out of commission. Well, keep it, keeping that momentum going, because james is into it and i already rolled my second with a combo which was a five i'm just gonna take one last swing in there this <laughs> <laughs> is a little caught up in the moment sure <laughs> uh and as it kind of like falls down i just give a lovely grin over to bertram and say, see you can rest uh chase you are up okay then i'm gonna move up and then i'm gonna spray lead then well dang all of them hit nice Dang, yeah. So that's going to be one to bleed. So that, so that, and then uh, one, 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 and then I also took uh, Desperate. So that's seven damage. Yeah, I and mean, steam. this thing stops struggling in the oil and just goes still. And combat is over. You hear down the street some more movement of statues. Well, uh... I think we need to get going. This creature, uh, do we think it went into the sewer? Uh, I mean, whatever you guys want. I'm, I'm, I can just go over there. We can keep going. Uh, do the tracks, because you said there were some tracks, and I imagine they're probably partially messed up from us running around and doing a bunch of stuff. Um, is there any we can see that are very apparent to where the creature went after dealing with uh, this slayer? Uh, yeah, they... Um, they... Uh, the, the clawed footprints kind of go off towards like the east, kind of just like almost looking like they go straight towards a building. Well, it looks like that's where the tracks lead. I guess that's where we're headed. First, before we go anywhere, and I'm going to walk up to Bertram and I'm going to cast a spell and I'm going to boost it. Wait, how much damage did you take, Bertram? I don't think I took any. Oh, I thought. Yeah, no, he he replaced. No, he replaced the, the good roll with a bad roll. So he saved his 
Well, then, then never mind. I guess that's where we're headed. Sure. You want to follow the Krampus yeah. tracks? It's what we're hunting. Uh, yeah. So you follow the Krampus tracks uh, for a while. It looks like it goes towards a building and kind of looking at this building, you can kind of see that it clawed its way up onto the top. Um, and uh, yeah, with, with a little bit of uh, sleuthing out, um, you you go around the building to like the back and you can see that it uh, it, it climbed back down and continued to uh, meander and these tracks lead you kind of hither and yon kind of all over this this neighborhood until it leads you to a large well uh, that's probably a good 20 feet in uh in diameter and there's like a large stone slab that is mostly sealed over this this hole in the well and you can see that the tracks stop right there and there are what almost look like indentations of like claw marks um, indicating that this is uh, moved by some clawed creature fairly often well 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 looks like we know where it went I had to. It was a well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it looks like there's no way to go but down. Hmm. Well, uh, you blades, can you get this thing moved over? Yeah, it'll be a brawn check uh, for whomever wants to try and move this stone slab. Yeah, that's that's not me. (laughs) Uh, Right, brothers. How do you feel about uh, maybe moving this over? Happily. Oh, I'll take one side, you take the other, Jackson? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, so go ahead and roll some brawn. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> I'm not very brawn but how about I assist <laughs> Jackson? Sure, uh, we'll, we'll let Jackson roll with advantage. How about that? Beautiful. Right. Jackson's D10 brawn rolled six and a six. Woo. Hey, nice. look at that. Um, yeah, uh, you guys, you guys take a minute, but, uh, it's slab, the slab slides over and kind of topples to the ground. Um, and coming up from this well is the smell of sewage and death. Jackson like pushes it over to the side and then he kind of backs up, like covering his nose. It's, it's horrible down there. Well, at least we know where the layer is. And it's really, it's really dark down there, and there's no, um, like visible, like handholds that you can see. Um, you do see that there's like claw marks into like the, the wood and stone making up this, uh, this well. As it travels down. Well, we do have the rope, and a gra- and a grappling gun. Yes. And a grappling gun. Who wants to be the first one to go down the well? I will. Alrighty. Sure. Uh, you gonna tie off some rope somewhere, or how are we doing this? I think so. I think we're all smart enough to tie off some rope and attempt to kind of rappel down the wheel. Sure. Yeah. Um. So go ahead and basically everybody roll an agile check to go down this well. 
Oh no. Jack Jackson will uh Jackson will go first and uh whether he falls or not to be seen, but he will tell everyone else to wait so he can attempt to catch anyone that might fall. That's good, because you're going to need to catch me, as I got a three. Sure. Jackson rolled a six. Cool. I probably followed immediately after my brother with an eight. Okay, you two are down safe. I rolled a one, which is very exciting. I got a six. Okay, so three out of five of you made it down. Um, Bertram and Sammy the Snow Spirit, uh, the two of you fall down... Uh, you just you, you just don't have a good solid grip on that rope as you're uh, belaying yourself down and it sort of just slips out of your hands. Maybe maybe the cold kind of just got to your fingers or something and you fall. Either Jackson, Chase, or James, I need two of you to make agile checks or brawn checks uh, to catch these two. You can pick whichever skill is better. Uh-huh. That's a nine. That's a two. Okay. So, yeah. So, Sammy, uh, since you rolled the one, I'm going to have Chase just totally whiff it. And he misses you as you fall down this well. Um, And you land kind of unceremoniously on top of... uh, chase so he kind of breaks your fall and you are only going to take uh two damage okay to your hp and chase you'll take one damage that it that didn't go well it could have gone better could have gone better this little picture here is where you fall into uh you kind of fall just right next to that uh that chain and torn up carpet inside this layer this layer is illuminated by a by some sort of machine contraption that is glowing with a greenish light and it has like these three like chambers almost attached to like this glass uh, container uh, as it's shimmering in here Um, but it illuminates this room with kind of a soft greenish glow Um, inside this uh, chamber are various chains and whips and sticks, uh, kind of like the implements of like what the Krampus would use to punish its victims. Um, off to one corner is a pile of bones and cloth and scraps that almost look like it's made up like a nest. Uh, there's some crumbled stone and some torn up carpets inside of this room. And streaming through this chamber is um, the flow of uh, sewage. And you see an, en- an entrance into the tunnels of the sewers um, to the south of this room. Oh, thanks for the catch. I'll uh, hop out of your arms and <laughs> then I'll uh, kind of brush myself off and head towards this machine. Do we think this is the Krampus-making device? Why would Krampus have this? It's too advanced. You want to investigate the machine? Yeah. Uh, is that like a study? Yeah. 
can I just keep an eye out for any like signs of movement or and even like see if anybody's hiding um and would you let me flavorfully use the deceive skill to unearth any kind of like hiding and things like that hmm yes yeah okay I yeah I'll, you I'll, I'll let you use <laughs> no no it's fine um will so you're trying to like sleuth out any hiding spots where like the Krampus or its minions might be yeah, I don't want to be uh, set upon unexpectedly. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, so we'll have Bertram roll his uh, study check on the machine and go ahead and roll your deceive check. I got a seven. I got a five. Okay. So, Bertram, you walk up to this machine, and it's definitely the most advanced piece of machinery you've probably seen in the city mm. in a while. Um there inside this glass chamber is what looks like almost like a miniature Krampus. Um, it has a bunch of like tubes and like wires connected to it. And it's inside this like greenish goo in this pod and it's asleep or its eyes aren't open. It might not even be alive. It's hard to tell. But there's um, one part of this machine is basically uh uh, like a pump that is like pumping up and down and kind of making a, a, a strange noise. There's a machine in the back that's kind of humming and giving like the sound of like an engine of some sort. Um, and then the third pod is basically a uh, container that is like filled with this greenish goo, uh, like with extra goo. Hmm. It looks like our assumptions were correct. They're growing. Krampuses. Look at this. Come, everyone. I believe it's cramp eye. Ah, cramp eye, sorry. They're growing cramp eye. Look at this device. It's it's far too new. It's incredibly advanced, which means they're probably refining this. That's why we're getting some of these cramp eyes showing up as only six feet tall or lacking horns, but the more advanced the technology, the more powerful the monster. And that is me just bullshitting yeah, that, my way through. <laughs> if that's what Bertram would think, that's what Bertram would think. James, with that uh, t- uh, deceive roll, you actually do see a couple um, round wooden, uh, what look like almost top hats kind of sticking out of the sewage here. Um, and those clearly look like some nutcrackers lying in wait. And is that like to the north? They are actually off to the side, almost behind where the machine would be, but they're submerged in the sewage. So to the west. I um smack Jackson in the chest, and I'm like, hey, 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 check uh, it. Check what? And I point him out. Uh, yeah, what are, what are we going to do? Uh, attack. I don't know, I'm going to try to, like, go over there and... Everybody would be aware now, so somebody can yeah. stop me. But I can just go over there, and I can. Uh, you want to jump in the sewage and? Uh, oh God, no! <laughs> start hacking these guys up? No, 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 no. Uh, me in the sewage—that's gross. No. Uh, oh, I, I think that Chase would kind of hold up a hand. And who, who took the the taser when we started? Oh, Jackson. Yeah, 
He would look. He would uh, motion to Jackson, uh, like, and uh, point at his taser. <laughs> you want it here? He like hands it over. And I think he's gonna try to t- turn it on and then tie it so it's on. And he goes, "There's an easy way. This easy way to deal with this way. We just uh, we just let the nature of power work. And then he's gonna toss it into the water." <laughs> I love this. Um, I'm not even going to make you roll for it because you can't roll for physics. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can't stop physics. Uh, yeah, we'll say that this deals uh, three damage to each of these nutcrackers, and they start slowly rising up out of the thing, uh, out of the sewage, um, to stand fully upright. As they do, you hear some sing-songing verses coming from down the hallway uh, or down the tunnel uh, leading further into the sewers. And it says, Through roofs of tin and roofs of thatching, your souls are what I am snatching. When you're creeping down a yuletide street, at night is when we'll meet. With black tufts of fur and a piercing stare, I am coming for you, so beware. I'll whip you and beat you all for a laugh, for it is my job to take care of the riffraff. With my claws and teeth, I will make you a snack, so you'd better watch out for my wicked attack. Now come, ye naughty ones, it is now time for you to answer for your crime. Invading my home? Hunting me down? All for the safety of one small town? I am the Krampus. Flee before me. For I will be the last thing that you will ever see. And on that last word of see, you see the Krampus come into view. He crawls through this tunnel, hunched and bent. But as he comes in, he stands up on two legs and yeah he's a 15 foot tall horned beast with large razor sharp claws and needle teeth and bright yellow eyes and let's roll for the finale or for the final battle that's a three that's a five all right nice that's an eight james got a five jackson also got a five Okay, all three of you decide how you want to uh, to do your turn. If we want to let me go first, then I can probably give somebody uh, an extra move. Sure. Jackson just wants to go before James. So he can. it can be him, Jackson, James. Sounds good. Perfect. Chase, you were over by the edge of the... Uh, near the sewage where you dumped out or where you dropped the... Uh, the taser, and I believe you are up first, so. Alright. So, I think Chief is gonna take out one of the alcohol bottles he got. And I, I kinda wanna, I want, sort of just wanna thinking my two actions would be one thing. Because what I wanna do is, I want to um, toss the bottle and then open fire. So that to try to shatter the thing to douse it in the alcohol and make it very flammable. Because we got, even though we're 
we're planning to keep we're planning to keep it alive, but there's plenty of sewage around here for it to jump in. It's more a distraction to it's more something like we can light it on fire that gives us a little gives it a little distraction to lessen its movement. Yeah, sure, go for it. Um make a tactics roll. What's my tactics? Oh good, that is a D eight, so Oh, that's a five. Hey. That'll do it. Um, yeah, so, and then you're spraying lead? Yep. Okay, uh, so you only need probably one, uh, one of your bullets to hit this thing, so the other okay. ones can hit the Krampus if you want. Okay. Okay, so, yep, uh, one hits the bullet, the thing, and then that's a four and a, that's a four and a seven hit, and then one didn't hit, but, uh, oof, okay, so that's... Two, uh, two plus that's five damage because uh, desperate. The last one was a seven. Okay, good to know. Uh, no bleed on these ones. Nope. I I'm I figure if we're gonna want to keep it alive, bleed is not an option. So I'm trying to focus away from using the bleed for now. Okay, uh, those are your two actions for your turn. Oh, and Chase also says. Have a drink on me, Mr. Krampus. Next up is Bert. Do we have some free action speech? Oh, yeah, you can totally, yeah. Speaking is not an action. You can you can make japes all you want. <laughs> as as uh, all this is happening, though, and after the Krampus, like, ends his, his lovely rhyme, uh... James takes like the hand that has his sword in it and scratches his head like with the hilt and is just like wait you said that you and he's totally like just talking normally to the Krampus you said you deal with those that are like naughty right that that but aren't you the one killing things so don't you have to take care of yourself <laughs> <laughs> No pressure. You know I got what? That's this. that's so good. I'm gonna let you roll a deceive. <laughs> uh, well, so close, <laughs> but it's a three. <laughs> I'll, I'll can I replace that with a five? Ooh. <laughs> the Krampus looks at you and kind of tilts its head and is just like, I, well, I'd never, never thought of it that way hmm and it starts like kind of like making the thinking face and this happens before uh nice. chases uh bullets kind of douse it um for a little bit uh so we're gonna say it was distracted during that attack and i'm gonna take off an extra two hp as uh those bullets just kind of hit a little bit a little bit harder as he's kind of doubting himself so I'll uh, I'll pull out my my pistol, this old old pistol that I pull out, and I point it towards the the tank that I'm right near, and I'll I'll shout at the Krampus. <clears throat> Hear me now, beast of the night! Listen well, or prepare for a fright. Your kin sits here, defenseless and near, and I'll end its life right now, right here. Peace we ask for in this smelly place. 
what is your answer? The one from your face. Now, <laughs> roll negotiate. That's epic. Oh my gosh, yes. Do I get advantage because I rhymed? You know what? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you speaking his language. Yes. Roll that with advantage. Thank, thank God, because it would have been a one. So uh, instead, I got a seven. <laughs> uh, the gramp, the Krampus, kind of brushes some of the alcohol out of its eyes, and starts kind of staring at you and growling, and says, "You can kill my kin if you wish. There's more where they came from. As long as the eyes are watching, I will always return." So with your success, I'm going to give you a little piece of the puzzle. So let's damn people with the naughty and nice list. Someone's got to keep the economy going. That's true. <laughs> got to make monsters. Then you got the slayers who get work. And then you take care of population. So what you're saying, though, is then you're just doing your job. I am necessary to keep your tide in line. Well, then you're fired. And uh, I shout over to Jackson. Jackson, get ready to take this thing down. Yeah. Yeah, it's done. (laughs) (laughs) And that's my go. Yeah, remember how we talked about keeping this thing alive? We could scrap that plan. We can just murder this this piece of crap. Just kill it real dead. I'm ready. And then he uh, drops down into parry stance. Okay, cool. Uh, Jackson, you are up. All right, having already dropped into parry stance, Jackson is going to move into engaged range with the Krampus. And then he is going to say his own very (laughs) bad rhyme that I didn't write down, so let's see how it goes. He's going to say, in the night we come, blades we wield. Come on, James, jump off my shield. And he's going to move up. And he's going to bring his shield into like a ramp position. And just that's his turn. He's going to prepare for James to jump off his shield. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love oh, it. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, James. Yeah. Uh, well, how can I refuse such a kind offer, brother? I am going to use Agile to boost myself off the shield and attack. I love it. Let's see if I miss the shield entirely. (laughs) All right, that's a seven on the agile. How do you want to do what that does, though? Let's see. Your first attack would already have advantage. Correct. Let's say the next, if you hit two more times, each of those, like, your next roll will have advantage, and if you have another roll after that, that will also have advantage, so... Potentially up to three rolls with advantage. Perfect. Thank you, thank you. A five. Yeah. On the first one. So that is two points of damage. Okay. And I rolled two twos in the second one. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Could I replace one of those with a six? You sure can. All right. Get that going. Oh, man. Almost out of good numbers. <laughs> I rolled really bad. <laughs> That's another two damage. Yeah, and then... Nope. 
James. James is a little confused. <laughs> James is a little confused because he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm supposed to attack with my brother, but like, this dude's doing his job and like doesn't quite. He, 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 it's a little too much thinking for him right now. James is all up in his own thoughts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Krampus, upon getting hit with those two attacks. Um, is going to take a reaction before its turn and it's going to use its attack whip the wicked that's not me it is because you're engaged and that's a seven no it's, it's you Krampus it's you it's it's you <laughs> <laughs> yeah seven. Oh, it, it rolled a seven uh, can I mm. make that a two sure oh sure you can do that MVP right here cool uh, yeah, so you see, like, it has, like, this chain kind of hanging down its neck, um, and it goes to, like, grab it and whip it out and, like, kind of catch you in the legs. But, uh, James, you're just a little too nimble, and you almost kind of do, like, a, a little jump rope uh, with the Krampus. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Sorry. As I jump over it. <laughs> <laughs> but now for its turn, um, it is going to use one of its attacks called Bite the Bad on you, James. Oh, man. Look, I said I'm sorry. Uh, it rolled a four and a six. Okay. Is that at advantage? So oh, no, sorry. Plus? This is two. Uh, it rolls 2d6. So it can potentially do two uh, sets of damage. So each, each one of those is a hit. Gotcha. Well, if uh, if James is still in engaged range with me, since I'm engaged range with uh, the Krampus, I have Defender, and my parry applies to everyone in my engaged range, so he needs a five to hit. Oh, okay. So just the six hits, then. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Bertram, do you have any other low numbers? I do. I feel bad I keep, like, blocking these things, <laughs> but... Please don't feel that's, bad for that's keeping what, me alive. That's, that's what you do. That's the tactician's <laughs> yeah. role is you play those numbers to your strengths. That's what makes us a great team. Bert, Bert's like, Bert's like, I don't want to replace this. It'll be fine. And then the GM's just like, yeah. So the bite hits. It does 48 damage. Uh, and then I, I will toss out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I want to. I just, I, I know the GM world. All right. I, I get it. But I'll, uh, I'll replace <laughs> one with a two. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, it just can't get its its claws into you. Um, but the next thing it's going to do is uh, for its second action, it's going to uh, it's going to use brawn to try and shoulder check uh, uh, Jackson here and kind of knock it to the ground. Bring it. As it's going to use its third action because it gets three actions uh, to move towards. Uh, move towards Bertram. <laughs> I accept yeah. my fate. <laughs> it only rolled a three. So Jackson, it, 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 it tries <laughs> to, uh, it tries to like kind of <laughs> shove you out of the way, but you're just, you're just too brawny of a, of a man to really move. So it kind of just, yeah, he, ba- he, he bounces off my shield and keeps going. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Bertram, you see the Krampus is now closing in on you. Uh, but it is 
So it is considered near. It's not quite too engaged yet, but oh, uh, it's getting there. I mean, this was to be expected. Um, then the two nutcrackers, uh, they rise out and kind of climb up uh, the edge of this uh, sewer. It's not, it's not a very high edge, uh, but they climb up and they kind of move to encircle around you, Bertram, since you're in front of the machine. And they're going to try and hit you with their sticks. He's in a sticky situation. Okay. One of them rolled two threes, so those don't hit. All right. And one rolled a six and a seven, so those two drumsticks are going to hit. <laughs> All right. Can I... Uh, I guess it replaces any single die rolled. Does that mean I can use two numbers right now for the six and seven? Hmm. Or just one? I'm okay either way. I I think it would only be one per passive action. Okay, I'll just do so. one. So okay. I'll replace it with a three. Okay, so only one of those hit, and you take uh, two damage. <gasps> um, as you get kind of just knocked upside the, the side of your face. With one of these, uh, one of these drumsticks. Oh, I'm getting too old for this. Uh, back to the top what? is Chase. Did I? Did we? Did I? Did I not go? Oh, we're missing Sammy. <gasps> oh no, you're right. I'm sorry, Sammy. You were supposed. To, yeah, sorry. It's all good. I apologize. All good. Go for it. I am going to cast Temporal Shift. I'm going to boost that. So I'm going to roll 2d6. If one of these gets a four or better, uh, then I will. Let me see. Make sure that I'm doing this, that I don't have a boost for this. Um, oh, I do. I'm going to add a d8 to this. I'm going to roll a d6 and a d8 because I'm take, I'm boosting this uh, to try and slow down, try and take away the Krampus's ability to move. Dang. That is a two and a six. That is a success. The Krampus uh, reduces their actions by two on their next turn. Oh, no. <laughs> nice. And on my and for my other action, I am going to uh, take my quick action to attempt to purge my corruption. So I'm going to roll my D8. That is a five. So I am down to one corruption. Uh, my high roll result was a six, which is not higher than my corruption of one, which means that I am fine. Yay. Huzzah. I start telling a little bit of a story to myself about like, you know, they say that the they say that the problem with the Krampus is that their uh, that their sense of anger is two sizes too large. And I think on this day, the Krampus's anger shrank two sizes. And at that moment, the Krampus stops. And if anybody held up an x-ray to them, they'd see a little angry face that shrank and they just sort of stand <laughs> perfectly frozen and still with that sort of winter snow around them. Sure. Perfect. Cool. I love it. Uh, Chase, you are up. Yep, yep, and I got a rhyme. <laughs> Chase's nimble feet were moving a pitter as he runs over with eggs most bitter. A plan percolating in his head none had. He threw in its face a taste that's most bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to try and shove these rotten eggs into its right, mouth? Yeah, I'm basically, well, I'm throwing them at him. I, I, I figured because I'd be going to near, but I'm throwing, I'm literally throwing the jar of, of shitty <laughs> eggs at its mouth to try <laughs> as a distraction. I don't want to get the distraction or to mess with it, just to get 
I'm, I, I think, too, I'm trying to make myself a target, too, since I'm the farthest away from it, I think. Sure, sure. That works. Um, yeah, uh, go ahead and roll... Um, just roll a hunt. Or not a hunt, sorry. A tactics. A tactics. Tactics, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a two. Let's make that a five. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Because I don't want to get hit with eggs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you land some good eggs, uh, some bad eggs, uh, into its <laughs> mouth. Um, and it sort of... Uh, just makes a sour face looks a little gross and I'm going to say that it's going to spend its turn uh, its next turn is, is going to be uh, spent trying to purge this nastiness out of its mouth so you've reduced its actions to zero now <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other actions or no that was your movement and yeah okay cool uh, Bert you are up you've got the two nutcrackers here okay um, woof. <laughs> so I got some nutcrackers and the Krampus around me. Good times are had by all. Oh, boy. So what I'm going to try to do is we're right near, like, kind of the ledge in the machine, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to just slam into one of the, the nutcrackers to knock into the other one, have a bit of a, a goofy domino effect. Let's see how that goes. Cause... Sure. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll brawn then. Oh, no. Five! <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah, so you uh, you kind of duck around one of these guys and just basically put all your weight into them and cause them to fall down. And then uh, I am running <laughs> towards uh, the two blades. Okay. Uh, the Krampus is in between you and the blades. Oh, okay. Then I'm running towards our uh, our other two companions. Your gunslinger, and our, or the Arcanist, our snowman. Your snowman. Cool. That works. Um, next is Jackson. James, make sure you help with the help with the little guys, unless you think you got the got this guy and uh. Jackson's going to run up to the Krampus and seeing that he is kind of stuck in snow and having a bad time with eggs, he is going to basically one action move up to him, one action attack. Cool. Yeah, go ahead. First roll at advantage. His first slice with his sheet metal shield is a six. His second attack is a four. Perfect. And his third attack's a three. So he slices once with his sheet metal shield kind of slicing him and then bashes into him let's make that third attack a six oh, and then he hears Bertram like yelling and cheering him and he almost misses the third attack but is able to like, come down like at his thigh cut him again and then his fourth attack's <laughs> a one so he, hit, he hits three attacks with his sheet metal for six damage oh, dang nice <laughs> Krampus ain't looking too good, y'all. He's looking bloody. Where's that holiday cheer? <laughs> Every, everyone's everyone's doing poems, and uh, Jackson is playing a beat on his sheet metal with Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a beat poem. James, you are up. 
Uh, where are the? You said the other guys. You mean the Nutcrackers? Am I am I near them? No, you are considered far from them because the Nutcrackers are right in front of the uh, big tube machine. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm still I'm still right up engaged with Krampus though, right? Uh, no, it ran away from you to run towards Bertram. So you're near. You're near the Krampus, but mm-hmm. not uh, not engaged. Are they are they like? in a somewhat similar direction to each other or they like if I go to one I could get if I go towards Krampus can I get near the Nutcrackers uh yeah if you were engaged with the Krampus you would be within near range of the Nutcrackers yes okay so we'll we'll start with that uh (laughs) so kind of like not even meaning to I'm gonna say that it's something about the spirit that is overcoming everybody here in these sewers (laughs) sewers <laughs> um he hears jackson <laughs> kind of pointers them and then he kind of looks over to the nutcrackers and he looks still confused still holding on to this thing that doesn't make sense to him and he stares at krampus and without even thinking he goes we've invaded your home and threatened your kin but you say your only goal is to purge those who sin from where we stand, you're the one acting bad, so shouldn't it be us who are mad? And he runs up and attacks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to turn this into a rhyming uh, game, but this is fun. This, this is, is happening important. now. This is <laughs> There's something in the air. <laughs> you unleashed this. I did. I totally uh, so did. one action to move, and then one action to attack? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Let's slice go. away. It's all the alcohol in the air. That's a B hmm. a six on the first one. Hey. And are you in sleigh mode? Uh, I don't think I've had a chance to enter one yet, so I don't think so. Okay, no, yeah. I was just curious. Uh, so damage is only two, but we are going to combo that up for another six for another two damage and then a one. Let's make that a five. Oh, yeah another two damage and then one more let's go a five oh (laughs) this poem (laughs) truly inspired James oh man rest in peace Krampus uh guys guys this is another five I'm not I'm not kidding (laughs) oh my god waffles you can come over here and look just frustrated you this whole thing I, it doesn't make sense <laughs> and that's a two okay finally <laughs> um you just the the illogical uh, nature of the Krampus's existence just annoys James to no end and you just go into a frenzy of stabs and slashes and parries until finally the Krampus crumples at your feet and there's a little twitch, and then it goes limp. And from down the tunnel, you hear a slow clap. And coming into view are three robed figures wearing the robes of the eyes of the saints. And this central figure that is clapping, uh, you recognize as High Inquisitor Balthazar, uh, the leader of the eyes. And he says, uh, 
Well, you've defeated the Krampus for this year. Thank you. Looks like we're going to have quite a lovely festival. Uh, so uh, here's your money. And he holds up a, a like a bag of coins and says, uh, you can forget everything you've seen here tonight and uh, return home. And we'll see you first thing in the morning for the Sun's Day Festival. And he's just like giving you a shit-eating grin. Not quite catching on. Uh, Jackson begins to walk up to accept the money and goes, yeah, I bet he was on the naughty list, like in that book. Oh, no, he uh, he just helps keep most of the people off the naughty list. He's, he's a necessary tool for us, and, uh, well, once Sun's Day rolls around, we don't need him for a few weeks. So, you know. But, like... How does it know who's on your list? We tell it. Okay. They see all. They keep the list of who's been good and who's been bad. And then they send off this beast. So are we are we on the good list? Because he was attacking us. So, like, you saying we're on the bad list? Wait, I'm, I'm not bad. That's what I'm saying. You're not bad, Jackson. No, the, the Slayers are an exception to the rule. The, the Slayers have to fight with the Krampus simply to eliminate it for a few weeks, you know, as the next one grows. And it, it attacks because any, any creature will fight back if you uh, go into its lair and try to uh, hunt it down, right? So we just... And how many of these other creatures have you created, other than Krampus? Oh, no, we only handle Krampus. Uh, well, and the uh, Nutcrackers. And you see that the Nutcrackers have kind of gone limp during this conversation. Uh, we, we've... Get it! Get it out! Go! <laughs> we find that keeping the monster population low in Yuletide keeps, uh, keeps us cheery keeps keeps our people happy for the most part and the Krampus takes care of those who refuse to be happy and refuse to stay in line Sammy Sammy walks up and takes the bag of money and turns back to everyone and says everyone I think that we should take our leave and take our take our silver and gold and have a very wonderful sun's day. And uh, Josh, may I make, may I throw something out? Sure. I have Jackson's gift. <laughs> I was waiting for you to do this, yes. Um, I think I take the money and I kind of like walk up to everyone and I'm like, I think we take this money and we walk out of here and I think we just let this, we let this, we let this play out exactly as it, how it's gonna play out. And for a moment, I uh, I smile at Jackson. And if I may, uh, if I may, hand wave something for a moment. Maybe this is maybe this is Sammy's snow magic. Uh, Jackson, do you have a bag or something? Absolutely. Uh, you feel a weight in that bag that maybe you didn't know. Like maybe this bag has been heavier than a little bit, uh, a little heavier than usual. Do we all remember that recorder that uh that that radio that we brought? <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
I, uh, you notice that that radio is in your bag. You don't remember quite putting it there, but it's in there. And you notice that, like, it's been, you notice sound waves, like, uh, ironically, like, you notice sound waves, much like the ones that we are sharing here, right? Like, that we as podcasters are recording. You notice those sound waves kind of along one of these little, like, radio lines. You notice this thing is uh, is is buzzing and, and glowing and popping in this very particular way. And I just kind of, like, put a hand on your shoulder and I'm like, I think we walk out of here with our silver and our gold and... We celebrate the festival how we've always wanted to celebrate this festival. Quick question, Jim. Uh, with this uh, sun's type cult, almost, this sun's religion, um, do I think bringing information to light would kind of stop them? Roll a hunt check. Or streets, if you're better at streets. Uh, four for on the hunt. Cool. Uh, you know that the reason Yuletide stays so happy and stays relatively peaceful throughout the year is mostly because the people fear the eyes of the saints. Uh, the eyes of the saints have a little uh, saying that says they know when you're sleeping and they know when you're awake. And they know if you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. Okay. Uh, with that, Jackson would kind of nod to Sammy and be like, yeah, I guess we should go back. There's some drinks calling our names. And of of course, you will uh, keep what you've seen down here to yourselves. We can't ruin the fun for next year. We won't tell anyone we- you're growing Krampuses. We won't say a word. <laughs> you return to your headquarters for the night? Yes, indeed. Okay. We'll fast forward a little bit so we can wrap up. You return to your headquarters and have a restful night. Uh, sort of, uh, you put together your plan for how you're going to reveal the treachery of the eyes. And Dawn approaches the ceremony of reading the naughty and nice lists uh, is underway in the town square uh, in, in Yuletide Square. Yuletide Square has a large tree decorated with ribbons and baubles and lights and it's beautiful and gorgeous and it uh, just adds to the festive air of this whole district and you see uh, High Inquisitor Balthazar and his two lackeys reading names off the nice list currently um and you guys decide to make your move. What is that move? I know what I want to do, but I'm going to leave it up to the group if we play this recording. I mean, if that's something that's this. like kind uh, of hushed talking, um, I'd love to offer up my stealth uh, and agility to assist in this. Uh, I say uh, I'd use some of our our newly acquired funds to maybe get some very loud speakers to help. So they're actually um, they're actually broadcasting using a sound system with some okay. very loud speakers broadcasting. Yeah, all we all we have to do is uh, uh, connect so it, you know? if if this is a conversation kind of going on prior to all this, Jackson interrupts and yeah, totally. Yeah, Jackson interrupts a little and he's like, uh, 
I mean, I don't like him, and I really, really hate fighting Krampus every, like every other year, especially when people die and stuff. But I don't know. They they kind of keep the peace. Without them, I'm a little unless we establish something. I uh, I'm a little afraid that Yuletide just kind of goes to shit. You know. Yuletide will be protected one way or another. I give you that. I give you my word. I will not let this district fall. If it needs a protector, it has one. If it needs a jolly, if it needs a jolly old snowman looking over it at night, it has one. Jackson, mm-hmm. I give you my word. I will not let this fall. And it should be the people's choice as well not to be forced into this. Yeah, I mean, I think they should just... I just think they should know the truth, and if they decide that it keeps the peace, then that's cool. But I just don't like all the secrecy about it, because it puts all our lives in danger, and Jackson, like, it puts your life in danger, and then I have to protect you all over again, you know? I mean, you didn't really look in danger, but... Yeah, I get you. I mean, if if I got your word, then... Sure. And he kind of, like, hands over the radio. Uh, I think, uh, actually, something I, I think while they're they're discussing it, um, Chase is, I think he's taking it apart and checking his gun, and he's just listening to everyone talk, and he goes, it'll have two. Before I, before I joined up with this, I took, a, I took a second note that on my honor, I would never portray my integrity, my character, or the public trust. I will always have the courage to hold myself and others accountable for my our actions. And I'd always maintain the highest ethical standards and uphold the values of my community and agency I serve. And right now I'm not a part of that agency, but we we hunt monsters for a reason. We do it to make sure that public trust is held up and these people do not have public trust. So there'll be I'm not I'm not I'm not bailing at all. So you're basically in so an agreement. Yeah. Basically, basically Chase is basically evoking because, like I put in his back history, he used to be a cop, and he's saying that he's not going. He he he'll stay and do whatever needs to be done along Sammy because he the from every like the oath that he took as a cop. These people are not. These people are criminals. They need to be taken care of because they are violating the public trust. They are letting people die, and not, they're not held accountable for those actions. And he, there's a reason. I think there's a reason why he stopped being a cop and started being a monster hunter. But he's always tried to live by the oath that so many haven't. I think that's a yes. I think we're all in agreement. Cool. Um, <clears throat> and it sounded like uh, James. It sounded like you had a plan of like basically like doing the old switcheroo on the sound system oh yeah i if if we want to work together if we've had some rest i don't know how is this like the following day or is this like that yeah this would be the following morning so everything's reset everything's fine oh so bertram has like all his roles that he can give me (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm just i'm just the angel on the shoulder going like nope that wire nope you want to do I'm yeah, like, all right, so there. we set this up, right? We work <laughs> yeah. together on this. Jackson takes up a nice mantle to the side as a nice big like distraction. Bertram's 
helping me out as I sneak in to do the switcheroo. Like we we all we all got this. This is an epic moment. <laughs> okay, uh, Bertram, roll six of your tactics dice. <laughs> I'm right, baby. Perfect. Okay, I need one brawn roll to kind of keep people from interfering. I got that. <laughs> I need one deceive roll to be able to sneak up to the uh, the sound system. All right. I need one study roll to know how to rewire this thing into the radio. That ain't me. Got it. All right, perfect. <laughs> and I need one negotiation roll um, for someone to speak to the crowd after the recording is played. I could also take that. Yeah, I have a I have a D eight for negotiation. I'm not bad. I do as well. Do we want to perhaps? Do like, you want to go for it? All of us stand up at that point and address them together, type of a deal for like supporting each other. I think that sounds good. Yeah, I think that sounds good. Okay, then the negotiate roll can be rolled with advantage, which we'll hand off to somebody. All right, I am going to roll the deceive. I, I rolled the study and got a five. Got okay. a seven. So I'll roll negotiation. Jackson's brawn roll was a one. <laughs> Bertram. <laughs> I got an eight for negotiation. Bertram. Jackson got a okay. one. Are you going <laughs> to? Oh, yeah. Replaceable with one of them sweet, sweet fives. <laughs> Perfect. I think that's Jackson everything. Jackson rolled a five. All we needed. Oh, <laughs> what a surprise. So, James, you sneak up to this uh, sound system and you start kind of pulling wires apart. And a few priests of um, the eyes uh, notice you and start running towards you. And Jackson, you are just too brawny for these weak little scribes. And you're just kind of like shoving them out of the way. You've got one held like you're holding his head as he's like trying to like move towards you. And he just, he's, you know, doing that thing where he's swinging at you, but he's missing because... You got a hold of him. Sammy, you rolled the study. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Sammy, you, you hop in and help uh, help James get this thing wired up. And the message plays that reveals the duplicity of the saints. Um, and uh, the crowd falls silent and is just staring at this platform that they're up on as uh, High Priest uh, Balthazar is... Um, kind of at a loss for words at hearing his own voice start uh, start confessing and he looks over at you guys kind of sees the commotion going on and he says you said you weren't going to say anything haven't said a word yet we didn't say anything you said a lot of things Chase doesn't say a word it just but he does have this little shit-eating grin because he has not said a word. <laughs> um, you hear the crowd start to grumble and and be like, we don't we don't need naughty and nice list to be good. And kind of that sentiment going mm -hmm. on in the crowd. Should we roll our negotiate? Yeah, I got an eight for the negotiate. Flawless. So <laughs> I'll step up to the little podium and just kind of shoulder check the the man in front of it. And just to move him over. Good people of Yuletide. Not all monsters come with tooth and claw. 
some monsters stand right here, as you saw. So now you've heard this terrible fate that they've bestowed upon us. Now, lend us your voice. I chime in. <laughs> Don't be alarmed. We won't leave you unarmed. We're here to protect from this spoiled sect. <laughs> I had to. Thank you. <laughs> Love it. We want this to be your choice. So lend us your yeah. voice. I step up as well and I say, I'll make sure the gifts get to every one of us or my full name isn't Sammy St. Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Been holding on to that one for three hours. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, with this uh, this rousing speech of rhymes and riddles, the crowd bursts into a mob of torches and pitchforks and start kind of crowding up towards the stage when the High Inquisitor, or the High Priest, uh, Balthazar, and his lackeys uh, kind of realize that they've lost the crowd, turn tail, and start booking it. You basically hear them kind of tripping over each other and basically saying, uh, we, we've, we've lost control of Yuletide. We'll have to start over somewhere else. Let's, let's get the rest of the priests and get out of here. And they start running off towards their, uh, their temple. And we'll, we'll, we'll flash forward and then we'll come back real quick. Flash forward to a few weeks later, uh, the eyes of the saints have been driven out of Yuletide. Uh, you've all enjoyed a nice Sun's Day festival and the people of Yuletide seem to be okay without forced goodness upon them. And you don't know where exactly the priests have disappeared to, but it's likely that they might try and start their little scam again. Deep beneath uh, the sewers of Yuletide, though, inside that chamber, the Krampus still grows. Could we... I have maybe gone back to tie off loose ends. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, some at some point, you guys go down and smash up the machine. Yeah, and I think in case there's others as well, um, maybe infiltrate the temple or wherever they they hold up to see if there's any like notes or anything about all the other locations. Basically, you know, fully clean the slate. Yeah, we end it. Yeah, they they cleared out all of their their goods like that night, like as they were evacuating. Um, but we'll flash back to the Sun's Day Festival. As they're retreating from the festival and tripping over each other, the clouds above part and the sun shines down upon your dark, dark, snowy district. And the people forget their anger for a moment and they all cheer and clap and they're hugging and they're embracing each other. Gifts are starting to be exchanged. Someone takes up a, a guitar and starts singing a tune. And there's still work to be done on getting the eyes of the saints out of Yuletide. Uh, but this year, those on the naughty list are not expelled from the festival. Instead, the entire district of Yuletide is included in the celebration. And with that, we have our final poem. With the Krampus defeated and Sun's Day saved, our slayers emerge to a new future they've paved. Another hunt over, now back to the cheers. Let's pass around some presents, and maybe some beers. As the district gathers round the Yuletide tree, a district from corruption and evil is free. Discarded now are the naughty and nice lists, and the eyes of the saint 
have disappeared into the mists. The Slayers have gathered in the square together, warmed by their adventure despite the cold weather. A victory gained, a district preserved, a feast that is most definitely deserved. So now we all leave you. Our tale is done. The sun is now shining. We hope you've had fun. Happy holidays to you from our humble podcast. We hope you are loved, and we hope that love lasts. Thank you for checking out part two of our holiday special. To learn more about the Slayers Tabletop RPG, go to gillarpgs.itch.io, spelled Gila, G-I-L-A. Check out our guests' content by visiting their websites or checking out their shows. Dungeons and Pop, Are We Dead Yet?, Waffles Maple Syrup, Party of One, and Ballad of the Seven Dice. Intro and outro music by Luke Sokrasno of the Raven Heights Podcast. Find him on Twitter at Luke Sokrasno. L-U-C-S-O-E-K-R-A-S-N-O. The episode's background music in order of appearance was Skirmish, Icebound Town, Sewers, Defiled Temple, Terror in the Night, All Hallows' Eve, Defiled Temple, and Yuletide all by tabletopaudio.com Additional background music, Auld Lang Syne, provided by Poddington Bear. All background music used under an attribution, non-commercial, 4.0 international license from Creative Commons. Happy holidays, and thank you so much for listening.